Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. And welcome back to Big Night, Jay Binkley. Chris Sudocero. Man, we've had a lot of fun with people tonight, Chris. It's a, it's a rarity that we've had so much fun. Like, yeah, I've, usually I've, you don't have a lot of so many bad takes on the text I line. know. Like, I've really enjoyed it, though. Like, it's been fun. I hope you all are taking this, you know, with a grain of salt. This is like American gladiators and, right now. We're just like, we're like the gladiators. We're just knocking the guys off of the obstacle course. I mean, this is That's fun. what it is right now. I mean, now. don't take it personally. Put your big boy pants on. This is fun. It's like we're at a bar talking crap to each other. It's great. <laughs> but I've never seen so many people wrong. Oh, man. It was it was more fun with the conspiracy people. Well, the <laughs> the I was like, I'm not a tinfoil hat guy, but I believe in this conspiracy theory. Yeah, dude, three. you're a tinfoil hat guy. Nine one three. The Ravens lost their starting two running backs. Still had a better running back situation. The Chiefs coming out of camp. I texted him. We I was were like, featuring Jerry McKinnon. Now we were featuring Clyde Edwards-Helaire coming out of camp. Yeah, I I asked him. I was like, how did the Ravens do in the playoffs? Yeah, did they enjoy it? Man, you know what? I loved watching the Ravens in the playoffs this year. I did, man. They were like so I, good, dude. I, you know, John Harbaugh's coach of the year, you know, taking that team to the postseason. I had nothing but just sat around, grabbed the Cheetos, beers, and watched the Ravens playoff Man, games. Just they, underdog you know story what? right there. They'll make a movie on that team. That game the Ravens had with the Chargers. Remember the team the AFC West was supposed to go through Justin yeah. Herbert, right? Like Brandon oh, Reese yeah. sent him yeah. on that football. Uh-huh. Like when Justin Herbert took the Chargers to the playoffs and they played against the Ravens, yeah. that might have been the best football game I've ever seen. Honestly, <laughs> that was so good. All those expectations on this team that these this year, those teams, they lived up to them, Chris. The Ravens lived up to them despite the injuries. The Chargers definitely lived up to all that hype that the national media gave them. Oh, yeah. No, I they, mean, getting to the playoffs with Justin Herbert in his second year for the second straight year, unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Just a, just a really hardworking team, fought against the odds. I mean, Justin Herbert, that kid's going to be a star, man. That, that should be the MVP this year. Should be. I don't know if he's going to get it, but you know, he, 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 he should, he, he might get, he might get, get screwed out of an MVP this year. Cause of Aaron Rodgers. The real question is, where is he putting on a Super Bowl ring? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> is he putting it in the in his bank and safety deposit boxes? He rocked those <laughs> things out because dude's already got two and he's just played two years. I mean, come on. <laughs> where's he putting them? <sighs> Probably a safety. No, some, I mean, but that was a Some great of, game with the Ravens, man. Just a great game. Somebody had to lose. That's always sad when somebody has to lose. I'm the text line's on one time. I'm kidding. It was probably played in someone's basement on Madden. <laughs> probably. Because That's the, Ravens, like the only way that either of those teams is going to make the playoffs this year is if you do it on Madden. The Ravens were underachievers. The Chargers were chokers. That's I think the, the Ravens were overachievers this year considering That's all the injuries. That's what I'm saying. Under, they underachieved. Well, that, that, she, overachieved. That was... 
overachieved. Yeah, I was about to say. I was no. like, well, I well, don't know about that. Dobbins and Gus Edwards yeah, going boom, boom. Yeah. Marcus Peters going when down. When you Marlon lost those Humphrey three guys, down. you knew no. it was done. No. You, when, those, when they lost those three guys and then Humphreys in the middle of the year, yeah, you knew it was done. I will say this, though. There's a whole lot of these texters that wanted Justin Houston instead of Melvin Ingram. A whole bunch of them did. We were talking Melvin Ingram before the season started. A lot of people wanted us to bring back Justin Houston. Houston, Houston actually played. He, he actually I think played Ingram well. made a bigger difference, though. He did. Not stat-wise, made a bigger difference. I agree with you. He he made a much bigger difference. But Houston was pretty good. He was pretty good this year. Like, it, I don't think it would have been a bad decision had they brought him back. Bottom line is, Chris, there's decisions to be made for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Carrington asked me what my first order of business would be with the Kansas City Chiefs. And to be honest with you, it's okay. The salary cap is at 182, projected to go up to 208. Chiefs are at 14 million cap wise now. But Mahomes hits this year. That contract hits, but Mahomes' contract set up to be changed around a bit. Let's put it that way. I would figure out you done with Frank Clark, you done with that experience, still gonna cost you, but are you gonna walk away? I would. The honey badger is gonna be a big topic of discussion. And here's my philosophy, Chris. And this may sound bad because football, listen, it is a game of emotions. But running a football team is a game of business. And like Herm Edwards said, if your arrow's pointing up, you get money. If your arrow's going sideways or down, you ain't getting anything. And you know what? The Patriots lived by this for the longest time, Chris. Like Ty Law didn't get that extension. Remember Ty Law ended up finishing up out here and everything? Like they saw Ty Law and they said, I don't like that where this arrow's going. So I didn't pay him. Patriot, the Colts did the same thing. Because Edger and James was the best running back they ever had. Um, Edge was, I, I take, he absolutely was I, the best one they had. I mean, Falk was great too, but Edge was better than I mean, Falk. Edge was really good. Edge was awesome, he, I'm dude. just talking Colts career. He was not cool. elsewhere, Colts career. Yeah, Edge for sure, yeah. yeah. Dickerson, you know, had a cup of coffee there, but he was yeah, more of a Ram than a Colt. Yeah, it's Edge. It's but Edge. what I'm saying is, you know what they did with him the year before they won the Super Bowl? They get rid of him. Peace, bro. Peace out. Edger and James. Let him walk, and Dominic Rhodes took over. Before, so starting the year before back. they – no, and uh, Joseph Adai. Joseph Adai, Remember too. Remember, they yeah. drafted him Oh, yeah, yeah, they did have Joseph Adai. Yeah. Did they draft him that in yeah, 06? Because he was coming off that national championship, because, right? Because what they said is they put all their eggs in one basket. They only paid a few people, and they didn't pay everybody else. You know, they wanted to pay Manning, wanted to pay Reggie Wayne, wanted to pay Marvin Harrison, wanted to pay those guys. Joseph Adai. Or no, it's, no uh, you're the new starter for us. Edger and, yeah, Edger Edger and James, James, goodbye. Went to we Arizona. We love what you did with us, but goodbye. He's good in Arizona. You know too. what? Business is better than emotions. You might get attached to people. You might have a jersey. You might have a poster on the wall. But eventually, you have to set emotions to the side and run things like a business. Like the Honey Badger. Do you feel like the arrow's going forward? He has made all pro last couple of years. But did you like one tackle against Pittsburgh? He got hurt in the Bills game. Did that make a difference for this defense, or did Melvin Ingram make more of a defense when he came in? I will say this. If it wasn't for the Honey Badger, they don't win the Super Bowl a couple years ago. He made that big of a difference being a coach on the field. But you got your ring, you got your championship. Now, it's about business. I think that, obviously, like the first move I think you make is you you try to get Orlando Brown Jr. done. You got you to gotta get that. You don't trade a first-round pick for a left tackle and then you let him walk in free agency. That's just like that's bad business right there. Like that, there's a lot of value at that at uh, in the first round, even if it's in the back end, and you traded it for a left tackle. If you don't keep him, and you know maybe you don't 
maybe he doesn't get what he thinks he was going to get before the season. Uh, but you, you gotta, you gotta pay that man. Cause you're, you, you spent a lot just to get him. So uh, I think obviously that's like the first move you get done. I think you really push to try to get a deal done with Tyron. Like I understand, you know, one tackle against the, against the Steelers Steelers didn't have any big plays in the passing if game. That's how so. you feel. And you're taking emotions away from business. Yeah. If that's what you think is the best business decision. That's fine. Yeah. Like I, I but think is it you, emotions or business. It, like to ask me, yourself that. to me, it's business. Like, I, I feel like for them, it's enough, business then. too, because I think when you look at it, like, but a, I have them drafted a safety in the first round. I don't, that I would pair with, cause he's fresh. He's young. I would pair the safety at number 32, Brian cook from Cincinnati. Cause he could play slot. He could play in a safety. I would pair him with Juan Thornhill. It'd be on the cheap though, but that's me, not you. I just don't think that they are like, I, I think when you're a team that's trying to win now and you need leadership, like a guy like Tyrant is so valuable to you. Cause Hey, he can play great. Like he's going to be more valuable for you than, than cook would be this year anyways, because he's more experienced. And on top of that, the leadership he brings to the team is more important. Like I, we don't know if cook's going to be a, a leader for the team. So like, that's the reason why I would bring him back like because of the value. Don't know. That's what I'm saying. Know. That's what I'm saying. Don't you don't know. know that, but you know what you have in Tyron and you know that his play has not slipped during his time with the Chiefs. But I pay for what you're going to do, not what you did. Yeah, and that's we don't know what and he's going to do. Teams fall in the traps, whether it's baseball, NBA, NHL, you name it. They'll pay for what you've done, not what you're going to do. And you know what? You can't keep winning titles if you pay for what you've done and not what you're going to do. Again, there's tough decisions to be made. But you have to ask yourself, am I paying you for that all-pro year you had 19 and 18? Or am I paying you for the all-pro I think you're going to be in 2022 and 2023? That's the question you have to ask. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that. I do believe you pay people for what they're going to do, not what they have done. I just I haven't seen anything that would lead us to believe that Tyron is on his way down uh, as far as his performance goes. So because of that, I would much I would feel much better with them paying him and because he wants to be here, they want him to be here. So you pay him, you take that out of the, you take that out of question. And now you can focus on taking care of other positions that you absolutely should be looking at taking care of. So I, I would try to get those two, two deals done because if you can bring back a guy that you've had on your team, that's been really good for you. Uh, now all of a sudden your draft is a lot easier to handle because you now can go after, maybe you see if you can get another pass rusher. Definitely look at getting a corner. Definitely look at getting another receiver. You know who's going to be sitting around there, Chris? A guy that you and I both like from George, Jordan Davis. Like, he, like I thought he would initially when watching him this year because he's so dominant, he was the key cog that George defense, number one in college football, right? But he's slipping more towards the end of the first round. Like, literally 25, 26, 27, 28. That's a guy that could be more than he could be a three down player, in my opinion. I mean, I know the dude's six six and three thirty, and you worry about his size and everything. But you know he's been good. And if you want edge, eh, you know Cameron Thomas, another guy on the defensive line for San Diego State, a little bit smaller, six five two seventy. He could play that edge for you. But typically, great dominant edges aren't at the back of the first round. Those are top fifteen. Now you do get some Shaq Barrett's and stuff like that. You do get some guys. They could play the position, but typically sack artists, like that's one of the toughest positions to replace. When one of your edge rushers gets hurt, you know, you're seeing that Chris, 
It's like just yeah. plugging a place in a backup. It, that's not a plug and play. That's not a plug and play sacked. position. It's not. No, it's not because it's a special skill. And if you have a special skill, you're going to be starting for an NFL team. That is one of the hardest positions to replace. But again, that could maybe come through free agency and a wide receiver too. If they don't go wide receiver, Chris Olave could be sitting there at wide receiver when the Chiefs pick is Garrett Wilson's going to go a lot higher out of Ohio State. But Chris Olave could be sitting there. Olavi could you know, be Traylon there. Traylon Burks could be still there. I don't think he, he's getting but mocked you never so know high. Right? There's always, I mean, but his stock, some, but will, some he's not because his the stock combine, will drop if he runs again a five, four, five or above. It's like Daxton Hill right now at pick twenty five. So yeah. No, he's top fifteen if he runs. If 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 Burks's forty time is below four five, he's going to go in the top fifteen. If it's below four four, he's going to go top ten for sure. Like it, it depends on what his forty time is uh, at the at the combine later this month. So like that's going to be important. But I, I really don't know if the Chiefs need to go receiver in the first, just because it's a really deep class. I feel like you could probably go because I'm looking at like one. I right. told you, if you have patience for Mechie, could get him in the third round. But I think the Chiefs need somebody to help him right away. Instead of wait for an ACL, yeah. it was torn in November. Yeah, I, I think I, I and I'm seeing a mock from Ryan Wilson uh, for CBS, and they got Cam, they got they got uh, what is it, um, Cameron Thomas for uh, San Diego State. Uh, they got they have him. He's mocked a little bit leaner. I mean, he can do a lot of things in the defensive line. It's more of your edge defensive end. Yeah, that's, play that's the and, and I think that's what they need is a more edge guy, anyways, than an interior guy because. Your level I mean, of competition concerns me, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly, but like the thing you, that you do, we do know is like if you've got the physical attributes, and we don't know all of his attributes, we don't know his his uh, arm length, we don't know any of that. But like from a physical standpoint, he's the Eye kind placement. He's the yeah, like we don't was his data coach. Yeah, but we know that he that his physical profile is the kind of edge rusher that Spags likes. And, you know, if you look at look at him on the film, like he is definitely a, a specimen out there. So, like, if you can get a guy like that, he doesn't need to be an immediate impact guy because, like I said, I think Melvin Ingram comes back. And, obviously, I think Frank Clark comes back at a pay cut. So, I, I think you're going to have time to develop him. He's not going to be an immediate guy. I just feel like you could go for him and go for upside, and then you could go other positions like receiver and whatnot. Like you might get a George Pickens in the second round. Yeah. The wide receiver from George, you might get somebody. Yeah. You know, just, okay, I don't, I'm not saying draft a running back. but And Pickens just, was a was like a mid-first-round guy mocked I'm earlier in the year. I'm just saying Kenneth Walker, one of my favorite backs, outside of Jonathan Taylor, like I really like Jonathan Taylor. He did not go in the first round, but – Kenneth Walker's probably a second or third round pick. I, but I wouldn't draft the running back, but I'm just saying. I mean, if he's I there, do it. hey, if he was there with that second, third round pick, you know, you know I think you got to think about sell, it. Man. I think you got to think about it. Like, Dude. And, and, and one of the things I talked about on Sunday night after the game, the post post game show is like the chiefs, their strategy for this year needs to be trying to build a super team. Cause look at it. Like we might see the Rams who looked like a super team up until Robert Woods tore his ACL. Like you were going to have Robert Woods, Cooper cup and, and Odell Beckham jr. To throw for Matt Stafford to throw to. And then on your defense, you've got guys like Vaughn Miller, 
You've got Jalen Ramsey. Uh, you're at Aaron Donald. I mean, you've got some elite players at their positions on both sides of the football. There's so like, good tight ends in the third round or fourth round. Yeah, like so Jake Ferguson. I'm not, taking a, I'm not taking tight. End. Well, I'm just saying there's mid round guys. They shouldn't take I'm just saying end. there's guys. They're not going to take a tight end. Dude. <laughs> I don't think so either, but you never know. <laughs> that, I you know. I, 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 I'd be willing to bet that they're not taking a tight end. But if, but if Kelsey goes out and he was out for extended period of time, do you trade or do you, you trust do you tr- no, do you, you trust the guy that you're drafting or do you trust Jody Fortson coming back and being that but guy? do you trust the guy that you're drafting to to replace Travis Kelsey either because I don't because Kelsey is like what he has done in his career How about with Charlie Mahomes? Kohler from Iowa State because that's probably gonna be a fourth round pick and that, coming in this year that was supposed to be the best tight end in the country I'm not taking the tight end dude I'm just saying the guy's got potential yeah you know Noah Gray does too I'm not taking the tight end I'm taking positions that make you a, that make you as close to a super team as you can. So if you get if you can get a guy like like uh, like Pickens, like I think I'm looking at making that move. If I've got a third round pick and I feel I'm feeling comfortable about the rest of my draft. If you can get yourself another receiver, like maybe an Olave at the end of the first, if he's there, like you might really want to think about that because he looks really good. I I think you need to get as much talent as you possibly can. Uh, in order to make sure that you have like a situation that Tom Brady had last year and what we've seen with Stafford this year. Because right now it seems like teams to try and win championships, they're like, let's load up on talent and let's try to build as close to an NFL super team as we can. And I feel like that's kind of where the Chiefs need to go from now on. Coming up next, Tyron Matthew answered the question, is this season a failure? We discuss that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night. Jay Binkley, Chris and Ocero. Chris, today ruined snow days, man. Because I saw like a tweet from about the Park Hill School District. It's if, if snow's canceled, they still have to do like online learning or something like that, like because the COVID deal and everything. So everybody's online now. Well, I'm glad we didn't have online learning when I was a kid. Hell I no, wanted the snow days. When it was I wanted the snow to, day, you wanted the snow yeah, day. Yeah, I wanted to spend all day playing video games, watching Cartoon Network. <laughs> Who the hell wants to do like online learning? Wants to do on online snow day? learning? You gotta go to school anyway in June. If you go to a lot of snow days, just take and enjoy it. What's the point of wanting in a snow day? I once talked to a superintendent once, and I asked, "Call from mom. Answer it." Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And I said, you know, he had a bunch of kids too. And I was like, you know, because how do you, how do you, I mean, you got to find sitters for all these kids that there's work and everything else and they're out of school and you got to make decisions. He'd get up and drive the path every morning at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., see if the, you know, the buses could make the path. And he'd make the decision at that point whether to be the most popular man for, for the school district. But I know schools are already canceling because they're going straight to uh, online learning again. And I'm sorry, Chris. I just miss the days of just kids getting snow days off. I mean, it, I'm going mean, to take your back, kids, for this. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. I mean, I don't really care. Well, obviously not. But if I were in school, yeah, I'd be pissed. I'd be really angry if we had to do online learning. I'd be like, bro, just cancel school. That's what they used to do. Dude, we used to have a superintendent in a pretty damn big school district here in Kansas City, right? And he was from Hawaii. So it's like snowflakes fell, man. It could be dangerous from the guy in front of you. Yeah. And you were like, oh, my God. Oh, I'll take it. Canceled. And, then, the and the next one we got was from he Minnesota. He was a hero. He was and the next hero. one we got was from Minnesota. And you can guess that nothing scared that cat when he saw snow, right? Because they're used to a lot of it. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, the Minnesota guys, yeah, they have too much snow. They, they, they'll try to tough it out. But no, I, I actually, uh, I, I like the fact that we had snow days growing up. I, I always enjoyed them. It was the only thing I enjoyed about snow. Once I actually started going, you know, having to drive in it, that's when I was like, oh yeah, bleep snow. Snow's terrible. It's, it's not fun at but all. But you know what though, it does become a pain in the ass for parents though, because you do have to find sitters. Like at least it's not we like didn't have, we didn't have sitters for yeah, snow days. But when I when I grew up, Chris, I've got two kids. When they grew up, I like I yeah. Like a lot of times, school would be canceled like twenty minutes before, and I was like, oh, crap, what am I going to do now? Like, what am I going to do now? At least do it the night before, then people have time to get sitters, grandma, grandpa, and things like that. Here's a eight one six. I'll tell you as a parent, for kids, a snow day will still be a snow day in my house, no matter what. Nice job, nice job. From the eight one six, Liberty gets two free snow days, and then virtual learning. If there's any more than that, just trust me, man. You think teachers really want to teach on those days, Chris? Hell no, man. They want to grab that bourbon scotch or beer yeah, they, they, they and want watch the Netflix day off just like yeah. everybody else. Yeah, they want the day off too. They don't want to. They don't want to. Go they don't want to get on Zoom and teach. Yeah, no. Arithmetic. And you know the kids aren't going to be paying attention on Zoom anyways. So no. That just doesn't make any sense. They don't care. Oh well. I wonder how attendance goes on something like Zoom, but regardless. Um, snow days are a thing of the past. Hopefully, I like this uh, texture here. Liberty does get too free. And as the parents, they're giving their kid a snow day anyway. But again, the worst part is when you had to like fake like 20 minutes beforehand. Oh, we just can't. Okay, great. Now, what am I going to do? Which one, which one of the parents is going to stay home and have to miss their work because the kids aren't going to school? Again, this is nice training for them, but I'm getting on a tangent at this point, and I apologize. But that's just... Real life that we all have to deal with from time to time. Tyron Matthew was asked, "Is this season a failure?" Last uh, after the uh, football game on Sunday, the immature, you know, person in me would probably say, "You know, we failed." Um, I think the bigger person in me, you know, realized that you know these things aren't always possible, you know, and you know, for us to start the season the way we did, and you know, for us to kind of claw our way back out of last place, you know, put ourselves in first place. 
you know, uh, you know, give this city, you know, home games where, you know, they can come out and be a factor. Uh, I'm, I'm more, I'm more so just proud of, you know, the, the guys that I work with. So there's Tyron Manthe. Was a season of failure. You remember last year, Chris, when uh, Travis Kelsey did win the Super Bowl, he called the season of failure. I mean, I, like, like that didn't hit a lot of people's ears right, but it was so right what he said because it's true. Again, you cross this pattern to where you get to the Super Bowl, you expect to win it. Do you think Tom Brady and the Patriots really felt like the season was success when they lost two to the Giants? Or where they lost that undefeated season when David Tyree catches that amazing pass? Do you think they really thought the season was a, a success? Do you think the Atlanta Falcons did when they blew a 28-3 lead to the Patriots? Did that go down as, quote, a success for the Atlanta Falcons? So I do think it is a failure because you get to a certain point now if the Chiefs hadn't gotten there yet and, like, if the Bengals go to the Super Bowl and don't win it, they had no expectations to go to the Super Bowl. Terrible odds to get to the Super Bowl before the season started. But if they got there, it's a, it's a surprise they're there. But if they get there again next year by having a good record, they get that one or two seed, then get there and lose, then that becomes a disappointment. It doesn't get enough credit, but I think when, when Clark Hunt last year it, uh, 2019, excuse me. And he was at training camp and he was asked, you know, about the team's goals. And it's just like anytime a CEO talks or whatever, a trade meeting or whatever, and or the CFO or whatever, and they put out a mission statement for the company. And I'm sure your company's, you know, set out mission statements. You probably already had one when you got back to work the first year. Mission statements do this this year. We want to do more charitable contributions. We want to raise so much. X amount of money. We want employee retention at a certain level. You had goals. And it's tough to uh, see all those goals through because by the time December rolls around, you're like having the Christmas party going, we didn't do these damn things. But Clark Hunt did. Like he put out there, he said, I want to win the trophy with my dad's name on Lamar Hunt Jr. or Lamar Hunt Trophy. And he did. Then he said, I want to go to the Super Bowl in Miami and win the Super Bowl. But first, he said he wanted to win the AFC West, which they did. But he had these goals, and he put it out there. And I hadn't heard him do that before, but he did that 2019 season, and they finished every one of their goals. And I thought that was cool because he put it out there. But the Chiefs are in that era where, like beforehand, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever, Chiefs made it to the AFC title game and lost. It would sting because you saw how close you were to the Super Bowl, but the grand scheme of things, you could rebound pretty quickly going, oh, my God, we got to watch the AFC title game. Well, I had a couple more weekends with my family and friends of figuring out whose house we're watching the game at or what snacks we're getting because we enjoyed watching our team go to that. But then when your team gets to the top of the mountain twice and you get that that bad taste in your mouth from number 12 uh, from Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl over you, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. You wanted a piece. This season was about the revenge tour. It was it was it wanting payback. And there for a while it looked like because, you know, the Bills remained, the Bengals remained. The Titans remained, you know, teams to beat the Chiefs. It was their chance of redemption like 2019. Texans and Deshaun Watson beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Chiefs got revenge in the postseason. Titans beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Chiefs got revenge in the postseason coming back from double-digit deficits. So it did matter. It did matter. But coming up next, Nate Taylor uh, joins our station all the time and the Nate Taylor show that we do here as well. Ask Brett Veach a very interesting question a lot of people have been asking about the cornerback position. 
Because we've even talked about that tonight. What's Beach think about the cornerback position? We have that for you next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, it's Travis Kelsey, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Not going to lie, I wish we were talking about the Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl, but we're not. But uh, definitely wanted to talk about it this weekend, Chris, because uh, I'm sure you and I been, would have been busy with that. That would have been a lot of fun. But uh, Brett Veach spoke today, and he says his initial focus of the offseason is defense. You know, most of the guys in the offense are back, and, you know, we have some, you know, work to do on the defensive side and on the defensive line. We'll have some decisions to, to make, and um, we'll always prioritize the offensive and defensive lines. I think if you look at, you know, the track record that, that you know, Coach had in Philly that I have carried over here, there's always going to be once you get the quarterback, you're going to invest in the O-line, D-line. I think we did that early on with, you know, the Jones and the Clarks and the Reeds and on the offensive line with the Toonies and the Browns. So um, I don't think it's far-fetched to think that we'll, you know, prioritize, um, you know, the lines like we always do and, and knowing that we have a good offensive line in place and, you know, defense line is probably the most um, makes the most sense and, and, you know, through the defensive backfield and, and, and what have you. But I, I think the, the defensive side is one that we'll probably focus on right off the bat. So look at that, find out who you're bringing back, who you're not, what your cap situation looks like with new cap money. Who knows if that's actually going to help or not. You never know with the Chiefs cap situation. This was Veach. We're okay. when We're not uh, rolling into the offseason with a ton of cap space. Um, you know, we, we have some, some, some moves to make and you, you know, the, the cap, the cap has grown. I, I know that there's numbers thrown out there and people think that it's um, a bigger number, but, you know, I actually think that we were hoping for a little bit bigger. Um, and then, you know, the big question is the growth from 22 to 23. I mean, you know, that also plays a factor into um, how we construct contracts and how cash flows look in different years. And, you know, there's a little element of that, that that's unknown. And I think there's a, you know, the knee jerk reaction is to say, well, TV deals and, you know, the cap's going to just balloon. And um, while we'll, we continue to hope for that, I think there's a good reality that that won't happen. and It'll be a much more gradual increase in the cap. So this is Brett Veach on the cap. By the way, Chris, uh, National Weather Service, uh, Kansas City just said their midnight crew just arrived early. said the roads are, are icy. The rain is now freezing to any untreated surface. So just be careful on untreated surfaces. So that means that Missouri side, y'all got to be careful. That's my uh, PSA for the Missouri evening. side. Be careful out there. That's, 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 that's my PSA. But Brett Beach was talking about the cap. I just give you a, a, a PSA there about the weather. But also, well, one thing Brett Beach uh, talked about today was a question from our friend Nate Taylor. Who's in, Pete Sweeney uh, tweeted this out and transcribed it. GM Brett Beach is addressing a lot of fan theories that have been out there about Kansas City not caring about having elite corners. Here was uh, what Brett Veach said about the cornerback situation with the Kansas City Chiefs. Our staff has done a great job with Shavarius and having Steve Fenton back. Um, you know, those are, those are two guys that, um, you know, have played productive roles for us. And LJ, we think, is um, just outstanding in his approach and his versatility. And, and again, Fenton is a guy that um, consistently shows up on the field for us and is able to play and produce for us. I think, you know, there's uh some of the misconceptions about you know not valuing the corner position I, a lot of the what happens in the league and a lot of you know how you spend 
you know, your draft capital and, and what you do is, is, you know, there is some element of being circumstantial, right? Like, you, you know, so you're going to va- value the O-line, D-line, and then you're, you're going to go and you're going to value, you know, corners too, because they're hard positions. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it, not having a ton of cap space every year and not picking in the top 10, it, it's hard to just say, we're going to go out and get a corner. And there's other elements too. So like, let's just say you're picking 30 and you know, the top two or three consensus corners are gone. Um, there may be a corner that you have graded in that too, but I mean, does he pass, you know, the medicals, um, the coaching, the scheme, the fit. So it's not always here are the raw numbers of corners and address one, take one. I mean, there are so many factors that come into play. Again, you talk about, you know, the value of the player, you talk about the scheme fit, you talk about, um, you know, the fit with the coaching staff, you talk about uh, their medical history. I mean, there's been a couple guys over the years that we really liked and um, we just didn't think they were healthy and we worried about that. So, um, but we'll certainly look to add and, and, you know, anytime you can get a good young corner, I I think that is something that any team um, wouldn't pass up, but, um, you know, it just sometimes it, it's difficult when you have um, some limited cap space, and those guys aren't cheap too. When they're free agents, um, they're up there with the old linemen and 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 pass rushers. I mean, those corners are uh, that market has skyrocketed there. And um, but listen, if um, if there's an opportunity to snag one of those guys, uh, you know that will be right up there with uh, a D line priority. So the cornerback situation, will you or won't you? And I, I will say this too, Chris: first round picks, whether you value or not. Remember I told you about the Rams and they don't pick in the first round? Did you know it's going to be seven straight years the Rams go without a first-round pick? Yeah. Started in 2017. Just keep trading them. They trade a first-round pick as part of a package to move up and get Jared Goff. 2018, they traded a first-round pick to acquire Brandon Cooks. 2019, they traded a first-round pick to move down and acquire second and third-round picks from Atlanta. 2020, Rams traded a first-round pick for Jalen Ramsey. 2021 was also part of that Jalen Ramsey deal as well. 2022, Stafford. 2023, first-round pick, Matt Stafford. So the bottom line is, if they get the Super Bowl win, they cashed in and all this stuff looks smarter than it did in the past. Coming up next, though, Andy Reid spoke and uh, basically said what he's going to be doing coming up here with the Kansas City Chiefs next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Well, Chris, you don't have football to watch this weekend except for the Pro Bowl. Which isn't really football. Chiefs have six guys playing in the Pro Bowl. I don't think there's going to be six guys actually playing in the Pro Bowl for the Chiefs. Tyron Matthew said he was, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many Chiefs players. Here's are what they're doing. <laughs> Do it. If you uh, defensive MVP, twenty thousand dollar charity donation. Offensive MVP, twenty thousand dollar charity donation. Longest field goal, ten thousand dollar charity donation. Most passing yards, ten thousand um, dollar charity donation. So they're doing that, and also they have the Pro Bowl skill competition. Um, so this will take place. Made for television event thir- Thursday, February third. Six o'clock central time on ESPN. Hopefully it's not during the day where you just get the results. You know results from Twitter. But here's who's playing in the uh, skills contest. Uh, it'll be the uh, new this year. All-stars will compete in the best catch delivered with Uber Eats and the fastest man presented. See that, Chris? Fastest man presented by an NFL all day. In addition to precision passing, dodgeball as well. Guess who's in this? Mark Andrews. <laughs> 
Nick Chubb, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Derwin James, Mac Jones, Hunter Infro, Denzel Ward will represent the AFC in the skills competition. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Trevon Diggs, Micah Parsons, Alvin Kamara, Darius Slay, Russell Wilson will represent the NFC in the Pro Bowl showdown. So they'll be in the showdown. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Then you get the Pro Bowl the next afternoon for the NFL Pro Bowl. But the skills contest, like, didn't this kind of pique your interest, the fastest man? I mean, I guess. I mean, look, we know who the fastest man in the NFL is. It's Tyree. I hope he uses the P signal when he puts 10 yards on somebody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's a fair game doing this way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been funnier if they would have brought Usain Bolt out there and had him race Tyree here. <laughs> like, is it whoever wins gets to face Usain Bolt in the race, and they just pay like Usain Bolt like a million dollars just to race someone? Well, this came out for the NFL today. Kansas City has six uh, in the Pro Bowl. Orlando Brown, Frank Clark, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and Tyron Matthew. So is Patrick actually going to play? It's It looks like it. <laughs> I will say this: if if but Patrick he got to the last couple of years, yeah, if Patrick plays well, I think people would be pissed here. I'll, I'll be I'll be a little pissed. I'm like Patrick, why couldn't we get that in the second half last week against Cincy? Yeah, I'm I'm not. He he better look just like he did in that second half. One of the Pro Bowl competitions I did like was the drone drop. Remember they, they did that one year. And they yeah, stopped they, it. they did do that thing. I like the bit. drone drop. I didn't like it. What I didn't like is it took place in the afternoon. Then you see the highlights at night, but you already knew who won. Yeah, I didn't like just, I, I think that they should just, uh, they should do like all the skills competition live. Obviously you can't, you cannot do that 
uh, on tape delay. You just can't do that. It's so stupid. Like, no, that stuff gets it. That's the reason why, like, it sounds like they won't, though, because it'll be on Pacific time, you know? Yeah, it's like you got to. Before it was in Orlando. Like East you, Coast. You got to do that live uh, for everyone to see. And I also think that I, I really think they got to, like, make something big out of this. Cause like you remember the skills competition back in the day was like, it was, it was big stuff, especially when they would do like the fastest man competition. And you'd have all these different guys vying for that. Oh, for that ABC. Title. Remember when they, yeah, used to they have made team. an event out of it. Remember when they had baseball teams, face football teams. Like remember the Royals used to have a crew that went to it like 1980 or whatever. that would go to the ABC. Well, 1980. The, I, I don't remember that. But they still born. show a lot of those highlights and stuff on ESPN too. And like, I've you never take, seen that. Like the old Cowboys teams, old Steelers teams, and they just compete, battle the stars or whatever they called it. I wish they had like a, a flag football competition type, like a seven on seven type deal. But that's where guys get hurt. Yeah, I mean, but, like, you can get hurt doing any of this stuff, too. I mean, you can tear your rotator cuff doing the throwing competition. I mean, I mean somebody could tear their ACL you know, doing the dodgeball game. Remember Robert Edwards that was a stud for the Pats? Yeah. Hurt himself in the uh, sand. I mean, That look, was already 20 years ago when he did that, bro. Look, we've heard a lot of dumb – I mean, remember Carlos Boozer, like – tore his foot up. I think it like tore a tendon or something or, or, or his Achilles or ACL or something stepping on a bag when he was about to get ready for training camp a few years ago and he was playing for the bulls. Like, look, stuff happens, man. Like it, this is the reason why, like you got to be careful about this, but I, I hope they make a, an event out of this and Listen, really it's, push it's, it. It's not as good as what we see in the NBA with the three point contest. That yeah. dumb contest been watered down because nobody wants to do it as much anymore. Right. And so yeah. he's like Jordan, but the NHL does cool stuff, like hardest slap shot and stuff like that. With I'm not the, watching that. With the stars of the game, it's actually kind of fun. Fastest skater, that kind of thing. But baseball is fun with the home run derby and everything. But I wish they did a legends bracket where you had guys that have already retired. Yeah, like Barry Bonds out there and <laughs> See, stuff. Have them take steroids, too. I, want, I don't want them to hit, like, well, how about five Ishiro? home runs. How about Ishiro, the legend? What is it? He can always hit home runs, right? That was the legend. He did, during yeah, games he did. He did BP. BP. Yeah, yeah, like somebody like that. But a legends bracket for home they run get, derby. They get one month to do steroids, and then they get to go hit home runs. I mean, what the I'd hell? like to go see that. I'd pay. I'd pay for that. I mean, what I'd the hell? You know what I mean? Might as well do it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I w- I would actually like to. see I want to see the in a, the uh, chug off. You know, like back, back Tiari, like slamming beers. I think that'd him. be good. Uh, you remember, like the, the Rogers was doing it. Mahomes would do the it. The now retired Tom Brady apparently was a great beer chugger. Yo, do you remember Matt Stafford when he saw the video of Rogers like milking his, and he just went straight down with a pint. Yeah, like, like I loved it. I actually would like to see that. They'd have a tournament for beer. These guys would be sloshed by the end of this tournament, though. But yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, and then do an obstacle course after you're hammered. No, no, because that's the risk of injury right there. That's where guys tear their ACLs when they're sloshed and they're trying to run around cones. No, don't do that. It would be funny. As that was. would not be funny. No, it would getting be, hurt would not be funny. That's but the, seeing it would be funny. I mean, seeing it would be funny until someone tears their ACL and then they never do the competition again. <laughs> that, like, all it takes is one injury and they nix it. Like the competition committee is like, you can't have this. You can't have drunk obstacle course. So no, you can't do that. I mentioned Andy Reid yesterday. He met the media. Today was Brett Veach's turn. He was asked what he's going to do now. Now the season's over. What do you think Andy's going to do? Go right back to work or maybe decompress for a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, we've got our scheme evals coming up, our free agency and, and uh draft for preparation coming up. We kind of break the days up into half, but before we get too far into that, we're uh, we'll take some time 
time off. I'll take some time off. Um, decompress here just a little bit. It's been, you know, it's a long season and all that it, that goes with it. Um, that ends very sudden and we're all emotional about it. I mean, that, that's, you can't help but, but feel that way. We, we thought we could advance and, and possibly win the whole thing. So, you know, it's disappointing. But on the other hand, it should be disappointing because if, if that happens, because you care so much. So you step back uh, to take a step forward, and that's what we'll, what we'll do as a staff. Um, and then we'll get back into it. Brett Veach, uh, he, he's got everything lined up for us uh, as far as the combine goes and and the draft and, and again, free agency. So we'll, we'll jump right into it when we, when we get back here. Now's when you make your team, Chris. Now's when you make your team, because last year it was all built on the offensive line. Making the draft picks without the combine, getting the Creed Humphrey to start for your team, a Tree Smith to start for your team, getting Nick Bolton in the draft, the Kimor and then Atlanta Brown trade, you know, getting your pieces together to make a run, trying to get your free agents in. They wanted Juju, sending pictures of the ring and the trophy and everything else. He still remains an option. For the, no, can, no, he's not an option. But you can kind of tell what they want. He's wanted. not an option anymore. That that ship sailed but, when he started making fun of Andy Reid, sending him them pictures. But the bottom the line is, playoffs. you know what they wanted? They wanted that, and they wanted Ingram. Yeah, ended up getting Ingram. But that's that. That's what they said. They identified after they fixed the line. They wanted a, a number two receiver, and they wanted a Melvin Ingram type. So clearly, it, that's what they wanted. So that tells me that I think this offseason, number two receiver is going to be a priority for them, because uh, I I think. I mean, look, Veach and Andy are smart guys. They're going to see all of these teams building these just gross amount of of offensive weapons around their around their quarterbacks. You know, we saw it in, in Los Angeles. We saw it last year in Tampa. Like, I, I really do feel like one of the priorities for this team is going to be to – is going to be not yet. They're still locked out. Not yet. Not yet. We're still locked out. But like, I I really do think that they got to find a way to make sure that they get as much offensive talent as they possibly can. Let's talk baseball. Wait, they're locked out. (laughs) We'll talk to Vern actually on Friday because uh, I want to know exactly when he thinks this thing will get down. Don't forget pitchers and catchers are supposed to report the eighth. They get seven days to figure this out. Today's February 1st. So seven days to figure it out. Big thanks to Ron Kopp, lead analyst over at AirwayPride.com. Chris Nocero, the text line was a lot of fun tonight. It was very fun. We had a lot of fun with them tonight. The conspiracies were just out Silly. <laughs> so go read Facebook and get some more. Just kidding. Don't, don't, don't do that. Hope you got your bread and milk and cheese and, and all your that. eggs. And we'll talk to you soon. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t